to you there, friends and neighbors. Just want to say thank you for joining me for another episode of the podcast here. Tell you, friends, back in 2015, I was in Binghamton, New York, working for about four months or so. And while I was up there, I'd done an episode of the Old Soul Radio Show by the name of the Old Country Church. It was a gospel podcast I'd done. Planned on doing more. It's been something that has been on my mind over the years, but up until the first of this year or so, it's something that really hadn't been on my heart. With that being said, today being Easter Sunday and all, I figure what better time to do another episode of the Old Country Church than now. So friends, with that being said, this morning I'm going to start the program off by reading a message from a book I've been reading on entitled Grace for Today by Don Fortner. The title of the message this morning is entitled Christ is All. Christ is All. This message is from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 17 through 31. Never were three words spoken which are more precious and at the same time more profound than these three blessed words of the Apostle Paul. Christ is all. Who can tell out the depth of their meaning? Christ is all we need. We are sin, Christ is righteousness. We are filthiness, Christ is cleansing. We are naked, Christ is clothing. We are ignorance, Christ is wisdom. We are guilty, Christ is pardon. We are blind, Christ is healing. We are dead, Christ is life. Whatever there is that a poor guilty sinner needs, it is found in Christ. Christ is all before God. It has pleased the Father to put all the blessings of grace in His Son. Christ is the fullness of grace and glory. There is nothing that God will accept except His Son. Christ is all God will accept for both the justification and sanctification of His people. We must be washed in His blood or we cannot be justified. We must be clothed in His righteousness or we cannot be accepted before God. That righteousness which God imputed to us in justification is the righteousness of Christ alone. And the righteousness which God imparted to us in regeneration, the beginning of sanctification, is the righteousness of Christ. And the only righteousness that God will accept in the day of judgment is the perfect righteousness of Christ. Christ is all these people. Unto them that believe he is precious, he is all we desire. If I have Christ, I have enough. Christ is all to be trusted, loved, worshipped, served, and honored. Christ is all our hope, all our joy, all our peace, all our assurance, and all our comfort. Christ is all in life, all in death, and all in eternity. Yes, in heaven Christ will be all. He will be all our beauty, all our glory, and all our reward. Of the refuge have I none. Hangs my helpless soul on thee. Levi, leave me not alone. Still support and comfort me. It's like I said, this is a message from Pastor Don Fortner from the book entitled Grace for Today. But friends, here in a few moments I'm going to play a sermon for you from the late Pastor Henry Mahan. But before I do, I'm going to play him for you. Now this recording right here, I don't have a whole lot of information on. I believe it was recorded back in 1930. This is a hymn that was originally written by C.D. Martin. 
a number by the name of Accepted and the Beloved. In the Beloved, Accepted am I, risen, ascended, and seated on high, saved from all sin through his infinite
I want you to open your Bibles to Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3. Verses 8 through 11. I'll read as my text this morning. Colossians 3. Verse 8 through 11. But now you also put off these these things, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth, and lie not one to another, seeing that you put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond or free, but, but, Christ is all, Christ is all and in all. Now, my message this morning will be taken from these three words. Christ is all. Christ is all. It's a three-word sermon. The Apostle Peter said this to us. Be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason for the hope that is in you. Well, I have an answer. I have an answer in three words. Christ is all. And I'll add three words to that. Christ is all and in all. And I'll add seven words to that. Christ in you. That is the hope of glory. And old Paul Harvey, I used to listen to him on the radio a lot, and he would sign off with this, the rest of the story. The rest of the story. Well, Christ is all. Christ is in all. Christ is in you. And then he said, I say, the rest of the story is this, when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall you also appear with him Glory. Christ is all. Christ is all and in all. And Christ in you is the hope of glory. And when Christ shall appear, you and I will appear with Him in glory. That's it. One of the old time preachers, I just spent a lot of time in my life studying these old men because they, they had something to say. And one of the old preachers preached a sermon on this this subject, Christ is all. And this is his three-word outline. He said, Christ is all in divine knowledge. Because the Scripture says the Son of God has come. 
and given us an understanding that we may know Him that is true. And we might know Him. This is a true God. And this is His Son, Jesus Christ. This is the key to divine knowledge. To know who He is, what He did, why He did it, and where He is now. The second part of this man's message was this. Christ is all, not only the key to divine knowledge, but he's the key to salvation, redemption itself. In Christ, Paul said, we have redemption. In Christ, we have redemption. Through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin, according to the riches of his grace. That's it. Christ is all in knowledge and salvation, and Christ is all in the key to righteousness. Where does a sinner receive righteousness? Well, Paul wrote it. But of him are you in Christ, who of God is made unto you wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. And old John Newton, oh my, what, what a writer he was, not only in, in poems, but in sermons. He said this, My friends, do what you will do, and believe what you will believe, and profess what you claim to profess, but you can forget eternal life. Just forget it. And forget heaven's glory until you have an understanding and a love for Christ is all. That's the tree. To some degree, have an understanding that Jesus Christ is all and in all. Somebody wrote this song. I want you to listen to this. I entered once a home of care. Old age and poverty were there. And yet, peace and joy with all. So I asked, the, I asked the lonely mother whence her helpless widowhood's defense. And you know what she said? Christ is all. Christ is all. I stood beside a dying bed where lay a man with aching head waiting for God to call and I marked his smile. It was sweet as May. And as his spirit passed away, I heard him say, Christ is all. I saw the gospel preacher go to foreign lands that he didn't know, but he heard the Savior's call. Not home, nor family, he counted dear. In want and trial, he knew no fear. Why? He believed Christ is all. I dreamed that time and years had fled. The earth and sea gave up its dead. And a fire destroyed this ball. But I saw the saved and ransomed throng. And I heard them all sing this song. You know what it was? Christ is all. All in all, yes, Jesus Christ is all. That's my message. Christ is all. 
And I usually give you three or four points, and here's my four points. Now you listen to this. Christ is all in God's eternal purpose and covenant. Christ is all in God's eternal book, the Bible. Christ is all in the salvation of sinners. And Christ is all in eternal glory. Christ is all. Now let's take the first one. Christ is all in God's eternal purpose. Now listen to me. There was a time, there was a time when heaven and earth did not exist. That's right. And we know, we know that, that it was so. If Christ is all, where was he then? Let's turn to John chapter 1. Let's see. Let's see where Christ was when heaven and earth did not exist. In John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, that's what we're talking about. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. That's Christ. He was with God. And the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Alright? There was a time when the earth did not exist. Where was Christ? With God. Alright, here's the second thing. There was a time. There was a time when God made the earth. God said, let there be light. Pastor preached on this recently. Let there be light. And, and Yay preached on it recently. Let there be light. And there was light. There was a time when God made this earth in His present form. And God made man. Well, if Christ is all, where was he then when God made man? Read verse 3 and 4. All things were made by him, the Word. And without him was anything made that was made. And the light shined in him was, wait a minute, in him was life. He made man. In him was life. And the light Life was the light of men. That's right. That's where Christ was. He was with God when He made all things. All right, thirdly, there was a time when the man and woman sinned. The man and woman sinned against God and fell into darkness and fell into death and ruin. If Christ is awful, where was He then? When Adam fell, where was He? Turn to Genesis chapter 3. Let's see where Christ was. Genesis chapter 3. I'll tell you where he was and who he was. Listen to it. Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. Verse 13. And the Lord God said to the woman, What's this you've done? The woman said, The serpent beguiled me and I did eat. And the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you've done this thing, thou art cursed above all cattle, above every beast of the field, on the belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put, here's Christ, I put enmity between thee and the woman, and between her seed and, 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 and uh, between thy seed and her seed, and it shall bruise thy head, Thou shalt bruise his heel. Christ is the woman's seed. Christ Jesus is the virgin's son. And behold, she shall conceive and bring forth a son and call his name 
Emmanuel. Call his name what? Emmanuel. God with us. That's now then, there was a day. There was a day, fourthly, when this world was buried in darkness, superstition, back in the days of, of Israel's decline and fall, back in those days of superstition, ceremonialism, ignorance, hypocrisy, every man did that which was right in his own eyes. It was a terrible, terrible day. Where was Christ then? I'll tell you, when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth His Son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of Son. That's what happened 2,000 years ago. Christ came to the earth. And He lived in holiness. He knew no shame. He died on the cross and took our blame. He arose in victory without one sin. He now reigns in glory. The perfect man. That's where he is now. Jesus Christ is all and in all. He's all in God's eternal purpose and God's creation. Now here's my second point. And Christ is all in God's eternal book. The Bible. The Bible is not the Bible is not History as such. The Bible is His story. H-I-S-S-T-O-R-Y. It's all about Him. It's Him. Luke wrote, when Christ said to His disciples, These are the words that I spake unto you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses, in the prophets, and in the Psalms, Concerning me. Christ is all in this Bible. All. In the beginning, he's the promise. In the middle, he's the prophet, priest, and king. In the end, he's the person. And power of redemption. It was Christ to whom Abel looked when he offered that sacrifice. It was Enoch who said, The Lord cometh with 10,000 of his saints. Enoch looked to Christ. It was Abraham who said to his son, when his son says, where's the lamb? He said, the Lord will provide. It was Christ that Jacob wrote about when he said, the scepter shall not depart from Judah till Shiloh comes. It was a brazen serpent to whom Israel looked. The rock which Moses smote, the prophet, priest, and king, the atonement, the Lamb of God. It was Christ of whom David wrote when he said, The Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. What's the Bible to me? What's the Bible to you? These things are written that you might believe that Jesus Christ is the Christ. He is the Son of God. And believing you might have life through his name. Christ is all in God's creation. Christ is all in God's Bible. And Christ is all in God's eternal purpose. Now I want you to turn to Job chapter 15. 
Job chapter 15. I want you to listen to me very carefully now as if you never heard this before, but you have, but we're going to hear it again. Listen carefully. Job chapter 15, verse 14. What is man that he should be clean? He is born of a woman that he should be righteous. God puts no trust in his saints. The heavens are not clean in his sight. How much more abominable and filthy is man who drinks iniquity like the water. My friends, here's a question we need to answer. How can God be just and justify us? How can God be just and justify us? And there was a council in glory a long time ago. A long time ago. And the holiness of God spoke. And the holiness of God said, With these scales of righteousness, I have weighed man, and I found them wanting. I find men lighter than vanity itself. I find that man is not only destitute of all that the law requires, but I find man directly in rebellion and enmity against God. And I say, man cannot be justified. Man's got to die. Well, truth speaks. That's holiness. Now, truth speaks. And truth says, all men are liars. I've searched the minds and the hearts of all men, all of Adam's son, and there's none that doeth good. No, not one. God will by no means clear the guilty. To free a sinful man without justice being satisfied and holiness being honored, to free a man without God being totally satisfied is to retreat and retract all that God has ever said. Man's got to die. He can't be justified. All right? Justice speaks. The justice of God sums up the case against men. Hath not God said... The soul that sinneth shall surely die. Hath not God said, I will by no means clear the guilty? To free a sinful man without holiness, satisfied, truth without justice being satisfied, would be dishonoring to God. Man cannot be saved. Got to die. Wait. But God is love. God is plenteous in mercy. God delights to show mercy. Moses said, Lord, show me your glory. Show me your greater glory. And God said, I'll make my glory, my goodness, pass before you. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will be merciful to whom I shall be merciful. So the love of God speaks. Holiness, truth, justice has well spoken. But, O oh Lord, in thy infinite wisdom and power, is there not a way? Is there not a way to redeem men? Lord, nothing is impossible with thee. Is there not a way that truth and love can meet? 
Is there not a way that righteousness and peace can kiss each other? Is there not a way? Is there not a way that a ransom can be found? Can there be one who will stand as a mediator between God and men who can bear your wrath and satisfy men? And everybody's silent. Holiness, truth, justice. And love speaks. Love and mercy speaks. There is one. There is one who can by nature have access to God. At the same time be one with man. There is one, only one, who has sufficient power and holiness to take upon himself the nature of men and yet live without sin. There is one and only one who can put away sin by the sacrifice of himself and yet live, and yet live to proclaim his wounds. By these stripes you heal. There's only one. There's only one who can please the Father, who can pay the debt of sinners, who can be exalted to God's right hand, who can be an effectual mediator for sinners, and enable God to be just and the justifier of those sinners. Who is it? Christ is all. There's your answer. There's the reason. Christ is all, and Christ is it all. Christ Jesus is all in God's eternal purpose. God, Christ is all in God's eternal covenant. He's all in the death of His Son. And He's all in eternal glory. Turn with me in your Bible to Revelation chapter 5. Revelation chapter 5. And you'll find that even there, Christ is all. Revelation Chapter 5, verse, uh, verse 9. Verse 9. Listen to this. And they sung a new song. Revelation 5, 9. And they sung a new song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book, to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hath redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred, tongue, people, and nation. And thou hast made us unto God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. And I beheld, and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne, the beasts and the elders. And the number of them, ten thousand times ten thousand, and thousand and thousand, came with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb, Christ is all, that was slain to receive power and riches wisdom and strength and honor and glow. And every creature which was in heaven, on the earth and under the earth, under the sea, all of them heard I saying, Blessing, honor, glory, power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne until the Lamb forever and forever. I found another old song. Listen to this. Christ is the path to those misled. Christ is the road for those who naked be. 
To those who are hungry, he's the bread. To those who are in bondage, he'll set them free. To the dead men, he's life. To the sick, he's health. To the blind, he's sight. To the needy, he's wealth. To those who are weak, how strong is he. All who come in faith, he'll set them free. So, where you find the sinner who has heard God call, they will all sing one common song. What is it? Christ is all. That's it. All right. God bless you. Thank you. Friends, I just want to say thank you for listening to this episode here of the Old Country Church. For those of you that's been waiting for a second episode, I do apologize it took so long, but I believe with everything in me, friends, that everything is according to God's will and everything's according to God's purpose. You know, I've been praying for a long time for God to, to help me with some things that I've been going through. and I don't know if I wasn't praying from my heart or what, but back the first of the year, God saved me, friends. He really did. And as long as I live, I want to do everything I can to, to honor God in everything I do. Like I said, He saved me. As long as I got breath in these old lungs here, I'm going to do what I can to, to honor my God. Christ is all. Christ is all. Happy Easter to you, friends. I know this whole world is going through trials and tribulations. Pray for me. I'll pray for each and every one of you. Till I see you again, friends, God bless you. Like I said, Happy Easter. and Good Lord's willing, here before long, I'll have some more episodes of the Old Country Church and the Old Soul Radio Show for you. Y'all take care.